Hello, everyone. This is Sherelle Jardine, and this is Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Make a Scene Canada is a go-to for discovering new artists. As well, it's a place to hang out with our Canadian icons. I absolutely love, and it's my great pleasure, to bring you the songs and stories of our world-class Canadian musicians. Make a Scene Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full-service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget. From producing to recording and mixing, contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. There is a lot that goes into running the station and its podcasts, and while we do bring it to you for free, we could use some support to keep running and growing. Any contributions, no matter how small, are greatly appreciated. I would like to donate to Make a Sync Canada. Go to PacificNorthwestRadio.com and click on the top right where it says Contribute. Click on Become a Patron, and then you'll have a few options. You can make a custom pledge and donate whatever you'd like, or for as little as a buck a month, you can keep us and the station rocking. You can also become an official sponsor of any one of our podcasts or online radio station. All details are on the Contribute section as well. You can always get in touch with us. Our email is pacificnorthwestradio at gmail.com and in the subject line put Make a Scene Canada or Pacific Northwest Radio or maybe one of our other programs. Find them all on pacificnorthwestradio.com. Find Make a Scene Canada back shows on Pacific Northwest Radio. Just click on the show icon on the homepage and it'll take you there. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites all waiting for you to discover. Now, right now, while you're listening to the show, find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Make a Scene Canada. We also have a group page where you can post your upcoming live stream. And if you're one of the lucky few to have some shows coming up, please post that as well. Don't forget to give Pacific Northwest Radio a like on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Pacific Northwest Radio. Chin and Jetty is a force of nature. An inspiration, a teacher, mentor, leader, innovator, singer, and multi-instrumentalist, writer, collaborator, student, and yes, icon. Welcome to Make a Scene Canada. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm surprised we haven't run into each other somewhere in Vancouver over the years. Yeah, I don't get out much. (laughs) So I'd like to start the interview by going back to your early childhood, if that's okay. Um, I listened to some of your TED Talks and wanted to start the interview off by getting you to relay your childhood story about your family and the neighbors all getting together to share music and how how that shaped your journey. Well, you know, music is such a collaborative experience. And one of those things that um, it's 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 like, the only universal language on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like I like for instance, I was just talking to someone today, and I'm doing um, I'm, I'm doing a record for this Middle Eastern artist, and she can barely speak English. So when we speak music, it's like we're speaking the same language, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I like growing up in my community. I learned that from an early age. And I think that really taught me that, you know, to share music is a way more enriching experience than to 
do it alone. And there's a time when it can be really cathartic. But when you're creating music, I mostly, I mostly do collaborations more than work on my own. That's cool. I learned to do that fearlessly through uh, the way I was raised up. You know, like sharing that space with community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if that answered that question, but yeah. Yeah, it did. I, I can just, I visualize like when you were talking about being in the basement and having the neighbors coming over and, you know, performing songs from different cultures and yes. how amazing that would be as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was incredible. And you were surrounded all your life by music, um, classical to folk, Stevie Wonder, ABBA. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. music did you gravitate towards early on? I, I gravitated towards just really good songs. I don't know what genre, but in my house, along with the, all the beautiful Indian music, there's also a lot of Stevie Wonder playing. There was ABBA. There was the Bee Gees. Um, and then when I grew up, I had a lot of uh, reggae, a lot of rock, and then just just amalgam of everything. Uh, then rap music, with new wave at the time that's what they called it, mm-hmm. uh, punk punk rock. Like I'm literally, being from Toronto, it's a, it's an amalgam of of taste. You just like literally the producers that come from there. Most of us we know a lot about a lot of genres because we immerse ourselves in so much. You know. Mm-hmm. And growing up, you were the shy kid in school that spent most of your time locked away listening to and playing music in your room. So I want to know, how did that shy guy go from fronting, you know, from being the shy guy to fronting the internationally successful Bass Bass, which was signed by Universal Music, Island Records yeah. in the U.S. You won a Juno mm-hmm. for Best R&B Record, a Much Music Video for Funkmobile, and mm-hmm. awarded the SoCan Songwriter of the Year. So describe that journey to me. You're, you're in your dorm. You have a, a band that's kind of a jam band. And then how does it go from there? Well, from there, we just decided to make a record on our own because my dad built me a little recording studio. Mm-hmm. So we did it. And the next thing I know, it's, um, you know, we were jamming. Well, I mean, to answer the earlier part of that question, I was pretty shy in high school. And then I played bass for a friend of mine in a talent show. Oh, actually, um, Jarvis Church from the Philosopher Kings. Mm-hmm. We went to high school together and I played bass oh, for okay. him. Cool. And then after that, we, uh, I don't know, people just heard me singing background vocals, and then I decided to start singing, and literally that's how it started. Wow, that's cool. And then 70,000 albums sold as an indie band. Like, that's super Uh impressive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you had this amazing career with Bass's Bass, and then the band broke up. So after that, what, what other bands were you playing with? I wasn't. I was just list. I spent like a good year and a half just listening and figuring out what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and um, I decided like I would just I really wanted to facilitate other people's visions and other people's. You know, I was good at making other people sound good, so that's kind of what I wanted to do, and here I am doing it. Awesome! You've sold millions of albums, have toured all over the world, written amazing songs. Can you talk about a musical moment in your life that touched you deeply and that holds a special place in your heart for you? There's, I can think of two of them that just for some reason stick out in my mind now. Mm-hmm. Being in a being in a studio with Dr. Dre, and um, watching him work. 
and then him asking me my opinion on things. Yeah. <laughs> and really taught it really taught me that, you know, even the greatest of them, they're they are collaborators. They want to listen to other people's opinions. They make music from a, a place not from the ego but from the heart. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I remember that. And then another thing, um I was uh did some a few gigs with James Brown and watching him sound check every day was a real education because he just worked his band so hard. So someone like who's been doing it like about 60 years now mm-hmm. at that time could see that, you know, he still works hard. So it really taught me about work ethic. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk a little bit more about the TED Talks because I had never uh, seen that before. And so when I was kind of, you know, creeping you (laughs) for the interview, I found that. And, you know, it really spoke to me. It absolutely moved me. Um, Now, for those that haven't watched it, can you tell the listeners about how you harmonized uh, with your heartbeat in the hospital and what that meant to you? Um, Okay, so you know how in the beginning I said, there's a there's a way to enjoy music as a community and there's a way to have a cathartic experience. So in the hospital, when I heard the monitor, like I put the focus on the sound of the monitor rather than it the idea of it monitoring my heart to see if I'm healthy, if I'm alive or dead. Mm-hmm. I just thought the sound was alive and kicking. So that means I'm alive and kicking. So then I don't know, just through sheer, I mean, it sounds so pretentious, but like it was kind of just through sheer, like uh, the magic of that moment, not realizing it was a musical experience. I just started harmonizing with it, not knowing that that's what I was doing. And and that made me relax. I was already like, you know, I was already high on the drugs that they gave me. (laughs) And then when the nurse harmonized with me. That's crazy. Yeah, you can imagine, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I wish, I wish I had a better command of the English language to describe that moment. But all I can say, it was cathartic and it was magical, mm. and it was nice because it might have been one of the few moments in my musical existence that I didn't think about anything other than that moment and that sound and my place in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I absolutely invite everyone to go and, and search that out on the internet and watch it because just the way you told the story, it was just, um, I loved it. I was just like oh, totally thank you. brought right thank into you. you and in that hospital room, right? So That's so funny because I have, I have never, uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since. I, um, I just hate listening to myself speak. Oh, you you need to go back and watch it. <laughs> if for nothing else, just you know, to to go back to that moment in time, because yeah, there's this thing I do if I do any kind of press, I just don't ever watch it. I I just I'm always on, um, you know, like I'm always in analyzing mode. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, yeah. it's okay. But thank you. <laughs> You're that means the world to me. Aww. You've also been awarded a star on the prestigious uh, Granville Walk of Fame in your hometown of Vancouver. So whereabouts is your star located? Um, it is located just uh, just before the Roxy. Oh, cool. I never frequent. 
that you never frequent. No. <laughs> we won't. Ever. We won't tell them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've played there way too many times. <laughs> what do you do? Are you DJ? No, I'm a singer songwriter. I have um, I have a band called Stone Poets and a band, a rock band called Head. Oh wait a minute! Can I, I'm just going to add you right now. That is so dope. Yeah, I love it. Like Stone Poets is is very cool. It's like modern folk, and uh, my husband uh, plays with Prism. I'm sure you know that band. Uh, he's the keyboard player, so he's he's in the band with me. And like Prism from the uh, back in the day. I'm a spaceship superstar. Oh yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you ever need a keyboard player, he's your guy. That is amazing. I, I, that's incredible. I love that song. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, cool. I'm following you on Stone Poets, and now I'm going to follow you on Head. Awesome. So you are also an ambassador for Music Heals. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with them and what is that organization all about for those that don't know? The reason I'm an ambassador for that, for Music Heals, is because I'm actually a recipient. So a lot of my healing came from music therapy. And, And music therapy, like before it was a thing in North America, I, I might have been one of the first people in in North America that that was uh, a patient that in a hospital that that got music therapy as as a as a, a th- you know as, as treatment right mm-hmm. and it changed my entire life. Sure, it taught me how to have more dexterity in my muscles. It taught me how to be independent, how to use my my sticks and my leg brace. So it really made me independent. So naturally. When when they asked me to be uh, 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 an ambassador, uh, there's no way I could say no to it. Yeah. So yeah, that's really my story. Absolutely, I have to share something with you because you know understanding how that you know music is a universal language and how it heals us all. Um, Stone Poets was playing at a, a show, and this woman came up to me after, and she said. I was in this major car accident and I have been in chronic pain for, I think she said two or three years. And Mm. she said, just sitting here listening to you play, I was in zero pain. Yes. That's so amazing, right? Like how powerful music is. And uh, I I have FM, fibromyalgia, so I I have deal with chronic pain, but I know when I'm performing or writing or just playing my guitar, zero pain. We need to bottle it (laughs) somehow. Just inject it. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm I'm 110 with you. It's a very, it's a, it's a, well, it's it's sound, it's vibration. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to move a little bit into this time right now. So as artists, how we connect with people has drastically changed uh, during the pandemic. I want to know what your thoughts are and can you give artists any suggestions on how to use this pause in time? Yes, I would say use this time to be creative and don't be analytical with what you do. Just enjoy creating like the world the world is literally yours right now and there's no pressure other than the pressure you put on yourself for me it took the entire planet to shut down for me to uh just be in touch with my creative side and my spiritual side and and it's really helped me a lot and it's nice just to think about nothing other than the creative process Mm -hmm. so that's been a total gift absolutely and I encourage everyone to do the same because I also understand how uh, stressful of a time it is and 
how, how much anxiety people have in this moment. But I think um, there has to be some moments of levity. Otherwise, we won't be able to carry on. And, and if you're an artist, and it's not just music, it's any medium. It's just don't focus on writing the best song. Focus on just writing. Don't focus on painting the best or taking the best picture. Just focus on the picture, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in our adult lives, it just gets lost because everybody wants to survive or, or make a name or you know, whatever, whatever their deal is. But to me, it, it's just like put all that stuff aside for a change. Like everybody I know, whether they want to admit it or not, wants, they want to be successful. And if they didn't get success the way they want it, it's masked, it's masked in other stuff, right? So mm-hmm. if the mainstream doesn't, it, let's just say the mainstream doesn't accept you, you didn't get that big record deal, all of a sudden you hate the mainstream and you want to be an alternative artist, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, some people use, you know, the whole self-help thing as the crutch. Some people use um, just... Industry, like that, there's no being an industry as a crutch, and and what I'm saying is put all that stuff behind. Like let music be your healer. Like put everything in your craft, and by that, by that, I mean put your whole like your intentions in just creating. Mm-hmm. Like don't put your intentions in. Uh, trying to impress somebody like this is what I mean uh, instead of impression go to ex- expression you yeah, know what I mean I love that I love that yeah that's that's an amazing so, statement wonderful well thanks for that um, I know there's a lot of people that like you said they're so stressed out like all the gigs you know we lost about 25 shows March 17th yeah. everything everything festivals everything was canceling and and friends of mine too are saying oh my god what do we do now and i've been just saying use this pause in time you know just use it like be in the moment and just create you know so thank you we're on the same wavelength this is a good time to just take in your craft Mm -hmm. and breathe and enjoy it and then and i tell a lot of people that like for me i've written two records i've written two albums since this whole covid thing started because i did it stress free i haven't listened to them again but i've i've done at least 12 to 18 songs and and i feel very uh i feel very blessed to be able to do that Mm -hmm. you know so I want to thank Eric Alper for sending me your press release for your song Falling, uh, awesome. featuring Estero and Tarun Nair from Delhi to Dublin. So where did you yeah. record it? Okay, so during during the beginning of COVID, we were all figuring this thing out. I, I was stranded in Toronto and I was staying with my mom, which was an absolute blessing. Uh, Estero was in Los Angeles and don't quote me but i think they might have and tarun might have been on one of the he was he was on one of the islands right okay cool and and then i just asked him i said hey guys i'm doing this song tarun can you play some tabla because i wanted to make it sound a little more organic because i did it on an acoustic guitar and then i asked estero to sing on it and and she's probably one of my favorite singers in the world Hmm. and she said yes, and I was just so happy. And everyone did it in their respective homes and studios. 
And then it came back and I was over the top and so happy about it. And right after that, um, I got it, I got it mixed and then it, it came out. There's a little video with it too that, that everybody will see soon uh, of us each recording it in our, in, in our homes. Awesome. Well, that's very cool. And you produced it yourself? Yes. You're so talented. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. That's really wonderful to Crazy. hear that. And your dad, he was such a big musical influence in your life, and this song is about your father's passing. Yeah, it's more about how I dealt with his passing. Okay. Did it did it come to you as a gift, the song? Was it really easy to write, or did you have to yeah, work it's something it? Yeah, it's something that I had been avoiding for the longest time. And then again, like I said, this in this period of life, it, it was just a perfect time for me to just sit down and, and I was in a house where I could just feel his energy, right? And there's pictures of him everywhere, and I could see his, um, I could see, I could read his poems, I could listen to his songs, and and just take him in. So it would really help to be there. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's beautiful. It's an absolutely beautiful song. Thank I you love so it. Much. I can't wait to share it with everybody. So, how can people find you and your music? Um, well, on on Instagram, I am Chinstogram. C H I N S T O G R A M. My music is on Spotify and all the other platforms. Mm-hmm. Cool. And is Instagram your absolute favorite? Are you on Facebook as well and Twitter? Uh, you know what? I'm actually. Um, in the process of not being on Facebook anymore. Smart So, in, in, yeah, Instagram would be the best. Yeah, okay, cool. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on Make a Scene Canada, Chin. Oh, Super I appreciate, appreciate your time, too. I appreciate you taking the time. And um, please stay safe and you keep too. in touch. Okay, love. Take care of yourself. Okay, take care. God bless. What you've been through Your point of view Living in your head Try to wake the dead But yeah, they'll come for you It's up for you to choose
It's been a long road But nobody knows What you've been through That was Falling by Chin and Jetty. Thank you so much, Chin, for being on the show. Super appreciated you. Very talented man. Uh, Please follow him on social media. And on Instagram, once again, it is Chinstogram. You can find him there. And that's the show. Time sure flies when you're having fun. Leave Pacific Northwest Radio on 24-7. It's music online all the time. And you can find my past shows. As I mentioned, click the Make a Scene Canada icon on the homepage of Pacific Northwest Radio. You'll have access to all of the past shows for the past three years. As well, you can find Make a Scene Canada on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites. It's all there waiting for you to discover. Big shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharko from Zed Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Zed Productions at SheldonZaharko.com. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Head. Record it with Sheldon and you can hear more Head at headmusic.ca or listen to my softer side, Stone Poets, at stonepoets.ca. Find me at shereljardine.ca and please get in touch. I love hearing from you. Now take a few minutes out of your day and share artists, make a scene Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio on your social media. Signing off now. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, let's make a scene Canada. Every-